0: Welcome to episode 115 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we'll be covering our top 10 discoveries of 2021.
1: Everyone, to the movie city maniacs. I'm Kyle, I'm Maddie, and I'm Adam. <laughs> I was waiting for you to crack open that beer. Oh, I know, I didn't You're really have. I, I, I didn't, there we go. There we there go. Goes. Uh, yes, everyone, welcome. Uh, our guest, our second episode of the uh 2022, which is strange. Woo. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're talking here to talk about uh, we still are gonna do our best of 2021. I think that that is still in the cards. But uh, because a lot of those films, and especially the, like this year where theaters were closed a lot of time, a lot of these things we have to wait till they hit Blu-ray or streaming services or some way for us to watch it. Mm-hmm. So we usually do do it a couple months later than a lot of other people because we don't get all those sweet free press
2: free uh, press passes. You wouldn't use them, would you? Like uh, you know, what? I'm going to wait till it comes out on like Blu-ray or something <laughs> like that. But like, I don't want to watch like a stream of a, a movie. screener. Like yeah, yeah. So.
1: Um we that is still coming, but what we try to do is uh well we started this was it last year or is this her third year doing it? I think this is our second year I doing it. I think right? this is the second year doing yeah. it. So we came up with this and it's called our our top ten discoveries of twenty twenty one. And this can be any uh movie, any year, uh
0: that this is the first time you watched it and uh you were blown away by it. So it, it's can't kind of- be from nineteen fifty four though. <laughs> Maddie has a big problem with that year, so you're not allowed I to hate that year. you know that year did, you know what that year did to my grandfather? <laughs>
1: shit i gotta change three three choices here I uh, know, and any year is included and it 's just a fun way to for us to uh, bring back movies that uh you know maybe you missed us talking about or maybe we didn 't get a chance to talk about on the podcast mm. and' just movies we think you should be watching that uh, kind of yeah hidden gems that we found out about. Um, should we just jump in? Or is there anything else you guys wanted to talk? Yeah, did about? Yeah, how did
0: you guys
2: find this year for for discovering new movies? A lot of horror movies because we did our like uh, overall top 100. So I watched a bunch of new like uh, horror movies, yeah. and October we watched a bunch of horror movies. So
1: see for me when we were doing our top 100, it was, it was a lot of like revisits. Yeah, I just didn't have time. Like I did a couple new ones. I was disappointed, mm-hmm. and it's like I can't risk. I, I
0: had I a handful that made my top hundred, and I'm not going to cover them. So okay. there won't be any Diabolique tonight yeah. uh, or, or a, a few others. Um, just because I felt like, you know, they, they yeah, would have made the list, but them, we yeah. talked yeah. about them a lot in, in our kind of horror it. countdown.
2: I do found in November, I found like I'm into noir movies. They're they were, fucking awesome. Yeah, they are so awesome. So I got I watched my first uh, taste of it. So uh,
1: yeah, well, I'm in it. That, that was hungry. me last year. I, I will say this year... Last year, I had, because I got into noir and I discovered all these amazing films, last year, like, my top five were amazing and are probably top 100 material. I didn't have as many films like that this year, but this year, I had a lot of, like, just really good, like, three-and-a-half, four-star films, so when I was putting together this list, I I struggled more this year than I did last year. I had it down to 50, and even now, I have it down to 30. Like, I still, I love so many movies I watched last year that it was tough to make this, even if they weren't, there wasn't as many like
0: you know four four and a half you know really amazing I, films see last year i had i had like 12 halfs or like it, that was hard and i yeah. had f- like 50 or 60 new discoveries that i gave four and above and i was like this is great crazy but it was it was the uh the beginning of covid yeah and, and now you know we did our top horror movie list so a bunch of that was comfort food Yeah. This year. Uh, So I I didn't have quite as many. I think I got it down to 30. But it was still tough. Like, picking this last Mm. one.
1: uh, Well, yeah, I'll I'll say my number 10... like, I don't have it picked, so I'm just going <laughs> to, I have between three choices, and I'm going to throw, uh, you know, I'm just going to
2: go blind so, so and, and uh, point. are, and are point you going to go first, or what? <laughs> Should we go, uh, like, well, say Adam did, goes well, first? Adam
1: went first last time, did you or me, for the last episode. Do you or me want to go? Yeah, all right. Uh,
2: are we jumping into it? Go for it. Go. All right, from uh, 1988, I watched this movie uh, this October that I no, I watched it for our top 100. Didn't quite make my top 100, but I somehow fell in love with this weird, warm feeling of this uh, October movie about this kid who uh, witnesses this m- ghost murder. It's called Lady in White, and it feels like a weird after-school special that you're watching with heavy tones of murder rape, and like racism. It's a fucking cool movie, man. Like <laughs> I,
0: I really dug this movie. That's such a Maddie phrase, yeah. like, all this Meh. terrible shit, <laughs> yeah. and it's such a cool. Well, no, it's, but
2: it's not. i it's a coming it, of age movie that warm, really it tackles warm all these moments, moments yeah. about this like grandfather who's like trying to smoke, and there's like a joke going on. Feel like, it feels like an like a, remember in the very special episodes of like uh, Saved by the Bell, and yeah. like that where it's like it takes on these like really serious topics, but with like uh, not like the uh, subtlety of a uh, uh, rusty screwdriver. This is what this movie does, but in a great possible way.
0: It's so excited. It's so yeah. excited, yeah. but it's also so scared.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was some, like, spooky moments. Like, when this kid gets uh, pretty much trapped in this closet by these school bullies, and he sees this ghost. And as he's seen this ghost, he's like, hide, hide, hide. So he hides as this, like, lumbering fella comes into the room and has to try to find uh, – I guess a murder weapon is him trying to discover who murdered this ghost. But in the same time, there is this uh, urban legend of the lady in white who lives at the outskirts of town. Uh, if you okay. go into her house, she will haunt you and uh, kick you out. So there's like that small town murder mystery, but with like these kids who are friends trying to figure out this murder. It's fucking cool, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great. T- I found mm. out about that I think a year or two ago as well. Um, my. I'll just say it pained me to not have Chuck Norris at number 10. <laughs> and it was so close. Okay, I'm just nixing him now. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy a movie called An Eye for an Eye with Christopher Lee as a villain. It was fun. But in the end, um, yeah, I went with something that uh, just had more of an impact uh, on first watch. Uh, I, I believe I talked about this in October from 1977, a little TV film called Night Terror.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, I don't know why this one just... Work yeah. for me. It's just this this woman. Um, for whatever reason, she's going to meet up with her husband in their new home. They're going separate, uh, getting there at separate uh, t- times, and then she gets a uh, phone call that her son had to go to the emergency at uh, the hospital emergency. So she's, I-, I need to get there right away, and she can't get on a plane or whatever. So she's going to drive there because she doesn't want to wait. And along the way, she happens to see this this uh, man murder a cop. And he's got one of those. Um, what do you call where you talk like this? Usually because you have cancer. a voice box.
2: A voice box. Um. There's a really offensive term for them, right? Do you know them or no? Is it's it called Cantakerzus? Uh, oh. I thought
0: voice box. Was, no, no, was no, like, no, oh no! My God, there was, I'm there, there was like I a really
2: like a, like offensive term. Like I can't think of anything else other than that. I feel
1: right like now. this was in the '70s <laughs> where that was still new, and they were <laughs> like, "Well, that's weird and strange. Let's make the guy a yeah. villain." But she sees this guy murder a cop. She know he she. He knows that she saw, so he's gonna, she, he has to hunt her down on the road. And it's just this cat and mouse uh, game between the two uh, as she's trying to get to her destination. There's just, you know, the gas, she uh, didn't get gas, so it's running low. She has to deal with all these issues. And it was just, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. I'm a big fan of these 70s TV films. And uh, so what you're that, saying is, kind of it's an
2: issue thing. picture. It's, yeah, it's about it's, the issues. Yeah. It sounds like the terror of Topeki, doesn't it? That, like, uh, uh, what's that, the uh, anthology number where the girl gets chased by the guy in the car after getting gas and seeing the guy rob the uh, grocery store.
1: I'm k- kind of, but this yeah. is more all on, all on the road. I mean, yeah. and it, it gets maybe a little silly, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I totally dug it. I found it tense and enjoyable. And uh, 70s TV films are my comfort yeah, food. Yeah, that's so. your jam, eh? Uh, Adam,
0: you're number 10. Man, so this is so hard. I'm still fucking around <laughs> here. with Like, I got I got about six or seven movies that <laughs> yeah, could easily go into the spot. Crack it open. Um, I'm going to go with Kind Hearts and Coronets. This is a Robert Hammer movie. Not the same Hammer, but also a... Or at least I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> he is a British director from the 40s. Uh, he he also directed Dead of Night. Um, this is one where it's this guy recounting his life and basically it's his life of how he murdered all of the people that were ahead of him to become a duke because his mother married his Italian father who was just a, a singer and wasn't just part of sort it. sort of fella? And they pushed, him, pushed that family aside. The father dies. The mother dies. They won't let the mother be buried. But it's hilarious. It's like this black comedy from, mm. the, uh, from the, the late 40s. Um, I just really in, enjoy it. The... The, the lead, Dennis Price, was really, really good in it. Um, and same with Joan Greenwood, who plays this girl that doesn't want him, but then he, when, as he comes to Dukedom, she's, she's blackmailing it. him. And it's got kind of a, a great uh, twist ending. I think both of you would really enjoy think this. Uh, mm. To be honest, the reason why I picked it my number 10 instead of some of the other choices... Um, was mainly because I thought you'd like it and, and wouldn't know of it. Um, yeah, I've never. Heard I gotta of check it. that out. Uh, Kino put out uh, a, a Blu-ray that had a really nice transfer because uh, nice. I've, I've heard it's 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 been uh, a difficult one to find. Yeah, it's in been good like quality. under the
2: carpet for a,
1: a while. Uh, but Kino actually put out Night Terror. <laughs> <So>
2: <laughs> they they put out they've been putting out everything. They're right. killing it. Yeah, they are killing it. Uh, my number nine is uh, from 1931. M. I can't believe this is the first time watching this movie because Harold is one of the greatest movies. So I watched it for the uh, top 100. How fucking intense and stark is this movie from 1931? It's pretty much about this uh, uh, fella who's going around like murdering children. And it's about the entire town trying to capture this fella. Like, so he's played by Peter Laurie. He is so good and so disturbing. And there's this one great speech at the end. Like, I don't want to give it anything away, but he makes this impassioned plea to not kill him and it actually kind of like oh
0: you know what I I, I kind of on his side right now yeah like, you 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 do sympathize a little him, bit with him with like, him which is odd to but it, it just it it's crazy the complexity you get yeah. of human beings in a from a 1931 movie it is
2: insane
0: and directed like, by fritz Lang
2: yeah you got it fritz Lang and it is a uh, tense as anything from the get-go oh like, yeah as like they draw the M on him for like murderer, and you yeah. have to like follow him through the streets and they like, and he goes in this uh, abandoned uh, warehouse. No, well, not abandoned warehouse. Just a warehouse. And it's all the under criminal guys trying to like, oh, fuck this guy. He's kind of ruining our business. Because cops are cracking down on all the crime. So everybody's after him. Yeah. And him just trying to like escape this. Uh, Have you seen this one, cop? I actually haven't seen this oh, one. Oh, you got to check it out, man. Yeah. It is
1: so dope. It's been on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh my turn? Yeah. Uh my number nine is uh, a- Number nine. Actually another TV film. This is a miniseries. I guess it still counts the movie, right? It's sure. three three long movies. It's it's four almost four hours The Yardbirds or The Yardbirds? Is that no. what was So this is Storm of the Century from nineteen ninety nine oh, Stephen King number. This is a Stephen King that not based on his book. I think he specifically mm-hmm. wrote the script for this. I've talked about it on the show before. It uh, stars uh, Tim Daly, a bunch of other actors you'd recognize in there. Jeffrey DeMunn's in there, um, but this one just struck struck a chord with me. And it's not a perfect film. It's in you know 1999, so it's when they were kind of starting to use CGI. Yeah, and you know it, it suffers from a, a TV budget, uh, which the, you know TV films weren't getting huge budgets at the time. But just really interesting where this big, pretty much the storm of the century, is hitting this uh, this uh, this little island town, and at the same time. This guy shows up, uh, Andre Lenage who's pretty much the devil and kills this old woman and knows everything, every dirty secret about everyone in the town. And he, he just keeps on repeating, give me what I want and I'll leave. Um, and just they lock him away. And I've never seen It's so like, it's so tense. Like they lock this guy away and you're frightened for everyone's life while he's locked away because he can fuck with you. you can control, your, you, can do control you you control you people are committing suicide people are doing killing people that they would norm obviously wouldn't be it's just i don't know i found this really tense and like wait i just didn't know how it was gonna end and i, I won't spoil it but the last 40 minutes is like this it's so fucking tense and this this um this uh what's the word i'm looking for um this decision they have to make and what he wants and what they what they have, ultimate and what they have it's to go selfie's up. choice yeah it, it's just fucking satan's choice <laughs> it's yeah
0: like it's just in they're fighting to And the the end end credits has a great, like, song too, right? (laughs) Storm of the century, yeah, yeah, it's a storm of the century.
1: Exactly. But uh, I think this is one, like, I don't hear enough about it. And again, for Stephen King adaptations, I think it's one of the better ones. Again, not without its faults, but uh, I was was quite impressed with this. It's one of those ones where it's long, but it doesn't feel it, because you're kind of getting this interesting, like, just dealing with the storm of the century could be a film itself. Mm -hmm. But then you got this fucking the devil coming in and and throwing ultimatums at them. And yeah, I I just found it like just tense. And and as like, yeah, I I can't say too much, but I I just, you start questioning things at the end of it. And it's like, what would you do? And did they make the right choice? And I I don't know. It's uh, it's one that I don't think enough people, it's really disappointing because Kino was actually going to release this on Blu-ray. And I guess- because the way it was done, it was um, edited in post-production on video, so they would have um, had to go actually back to all the film uh, and pretty much edit the film from scratch and it's just not a big enough movie. So they did re-release it on a, a DVD um, because the other one was out of print, but uh, yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get this on Blu-ray unless some streaming company, for some reason, is going to put up. Up the money or and, Stephen and do King it. or Stephen King, because yeah, I think he is a big fan of this one. He it,
2: probably could actually. It,
1: um, yeah, it, it's too bad though, because I yeah, this was a, a big surprise for me. It's one of those ones you throw in because it's like ah, I kind of want a winter horror and no expectations, mm. and yeah.
0: Um. So my number nine, I I believe. Kyle you had this on your list last year James L Brooks's Broadcast News I,
1: I did or I forgot about it and then yeah. remembered and said it would have been on it was one of those weird things it's a great movie It's
2: fucking amazing right It's so good It's actually this close yeah. to actually making my list this year Who's
1: the the the, the female star in it um uh, the the it's Holly Hunter
2: Holly Hunter
0: like how do you not fall in love she with Holly Hunter She is
2: adorable in this
0: uh, it, like in And just plays this great kind of frantic, emotionally vulnerable, but also super capable TV producer, news reporter. And and she's, you know, torn where, you know, you've got Albert Brooks, who is actually like. You don't know to love him or you hate him. Yeah. Like he's like such a
2: like neurotic fucker, but like he's so charming and like quick and funny. So funny.
0: Great Albert Brooks character.
1: Uh, Wait, I think that's about all, all the kind of characters you yeah. love him and hate him and
0: yeah, even William Hurt. Yeah, it's this yeah. dope who's actually ruining news, news, mm-hmm. and what what we uh, eventually what news becomes. Like this is at the forefront yeah. of news just becoming entertainment and not mm-hmm. having journalistic ideals yeah. anymore. But he's a he's a pretty good guy. Like you, yeah. you like him. He just mm-hmm. fell into this. Like I don't know,
2: I can barely read. Like
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, it, it it's funny. It it's it still holds up in terms of like its message. And I didn't see that ending coming at,
2: at all. Like no. what, are, what are,
0: like like a dour ending. Like
2: but uh, there's no other way, way to end this movie. And a kind of real yeah, yeah. ending.
0: Um, like of course they don't go yeah. off and, and you know like nothing happens the way you're wanting. None yeah. of the the people get their arc the way mm. you think it's gonna be. Um, but and even like not just
1: like. I think as a film, it works too. Like the relationship drama and stuff works, and the characters. But I think just as a story as well, I thought mm-hmm. I found it really. And, and this is engaging. something I
0: saw like little bits and pieces on 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 like TBS or whatever yeah. growing up, and and it always seemed entertaining. But I never caught the end. I I just yeah. saw you know fifteen minutes there, so it wasn't a complete new discovery, but still really great. And I I, re- I um, you must remember this the the podcast, which is the second best. Um, uh, Podcast about movie people, I think uh, other than ours. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, uh, Katrina Longworth does it, and it, she looks back at like classic cinema a lot of the time. But she did a whole series on Polly Platt. Polly Platt mm-hmm. was uh, originally married to Bogdanovich. Had done the Best Picture show and all the great Bogdanovich movies. They separate because he goes with Silver Shepard. His movies all tank. And then she ends up doing all this amazing work and say anything she produced, broadcast news. And she was very integral to being the person that got a lot of these things done. It's a great series uh, yeah. if, if, um, and great show. I'm not going to plug the show anymore because it's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, our yeah, show. It's like you're in the competition. But, <laughs> but they talked a lot about broadcast news yeah. and her, her role and how it got made and James L. Brooks and his process. and It, it was really, really I think I watched that
1: the same time I watched Talk Radio, which I loved as well, mm-hmm. and Network, which is another one. Like yeah. I, I like movies about that. And network I didn't enjoy maybe as much. It's kind of the more serious, yeah. I guess. But I don't know. Broadcast news stuck out more for me for some reason. I network don't know. is
0: also batshit crazy. As yeah, well.
1: it, it, that's a, it was almost too. It's
0: yeah, it's a weird one. It's a it's a stranger movie yeah. than people. Yeah. Um, like you know, I don't did that make my list last year? Maybe it was just outside of my list last year. Mm. I'd have to look. But anyways, that's my number nine. My um, number eight from uh, 1989,
2: The Dead Pit. Have <laughs> you guys seen this movie? Uh, this young woman oh. goes into an, a, an abandoned uh, mental hospital, and she has no idea how she got there. And it's pretty much uh, what's going on in this mental hospital. 30 years ago, there was a fella who was uh, doing a crazy experiments in the basement, almost like Dr. Frankenstein, and like reanimating these bodies and what have you. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> just no, no, keep on going. Okay, I, I was yeah. just thinking that movie's... <laughs> <laughs> How terrible it is? It's Yeah, it's not I, great. I it. and again, the best thing about that
1: movie, do you remember, that
2: movie is most famous
1: the, 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 for the VHS cover.
2: Oh, yeah, the uh, guys with the it light It had the eyes. guy
1: coming out and the, li- the eyes on the cover lit up green, yeah. and that's why
2: it's Oh, most... you
0: guys have talked about this yeah. already. <laughs> I love this. This is a
2: Shocktober. Yeah, um, yeah. it definitely yeah. was a Shocktober. It's one of like my uh, top picks of Shocktober. It is so much fun. It is uh, kind of like a, a spooky where this girl's kind to figure out what's going on. Like, who is my... Why am I here? What's happening? They go into a... Uh, hypnotherapy and what have you. And all the while, these uh monsters are bubbling up from the basement and taking over this uh asylum. and it turns into the last half hour of just a bunch of monsters just piling out of this. Uh, so you
1: don't uh, like this one, Kyle? I, I guess I need to revisit. Yeah. I, I think I own it on DVD. I picked up the Blu-ray that had some glow-in-the-dark embossed yeah. bullshit cover. Um, yeah, I remember thinking it's I, not great. I but. think you'll love it. Like, it is a ton of fun. Like, I watched it like, where have you been all my life, <laughs> you gorgeous movie? Yeah, I've had my more than one beer, so I'm a little bit tipsy. So don't mind if I laugh. Uh, yeah, it's at stupid okay. Stuff. <laughs> uh, okay.
2: I got quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, it, it has one beers. of the most cruellest wet t-shirt contests I've ever seen. <laughs> so I don't know if that's something you guys are interested in.
0: <laughs> um, I, I just want to uh, say one thing. So I went back and and this is how good last year was, where I was like, oh, I think Network might have been close to my top ten list. It was number thirty three. Oh wow. Um, I had a great uh, mm-hmm. 2020 discovery year. Uh, 2021. My, These are good movies. These are great yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> my
1: number eight. Uh, I know people are going to be amazed at this. The first time I've seen it from 1989 when Harry met Sally. Um, oh, this oh, I is, saw
0: you saw that, and I was like, he didn't put
1: the rewatch on. No, I've never and, seen this. It's a Rob Reiner. Uh, mm. I'm a. I never grew up with Billy Crystal. I. Seem like every year I watch a new film of his and I really like it. So I don't know, maybe I'm a Billy you're Crystal. A City fan. slickers must have watched. I seen right? City Slickers. Yeah. I like City Slickers. So I've seen both those. But this like, is good. I watched, I watched Running Scared. I think a year or two ago, and I really like that. Forget Paris. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> uh, that was Deborah else? Winger movie. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, sorry. yeah Running Scared was great. And I forget. The, I feel like Mr. Saturday one. Night. You know, everybody <laughs> <laughs> likes that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 that's one of his. Jets. Well, I, may, I, I think you're gonna yeah. run out of Billy Crystal movies real quick.
1: Either way, I've been on a string for about three years now. Two, three years. But yeah, uh, this is um, Meg Ryan. I guess this is her in her prime. Like, she's great in this. <laughs> I
0: like how this is like, just,
1: uh, like, you really are discovering this for the yeah, first yeah. time. Carrie Fisher, I was surprised Ooh. to see her in it.
0: Oh, and what's the guy who's Britta in Aldermar? Yeah, he's so great. Yeah.
1: And I'm going to be talking about him later on because he's in another movie that uh, is in my top 10. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a rom-com guy, but I like these rom-coms where they're kind of going against the what you expect. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like these characters don't really like each other, but then may end up. It with also each other. is like a. This is almost every nineties rom com. Yeah, yeah. That's this, exactly. The, the, um, like again, yeah, I don't know. Most I'm not. A, I don't really like a lot of them, but this one I enjoyed. Like Billy Crystal is kind of annoying a lot of the movie, but he's also kind he's of like likable and. Funny. and I, I don't know. I just I enjoyed all the the dialogue between them. I just found it fun and it. I, I think you know, Meg Ryan is like yeah. Unbelievable. Her, moment. of course, famous
0: scene at the uh, in the diner in which maybe is like a flaw too. Like, would that character ever no. do that? Like that doesn't. It seems yeah. like a character. Like just like this is too funny. We got to do do this. Yeah. So. Is it who's who, is it Reiner's Rob Reiner directed. It. Uh, but it, is it the mother that does the? Yeah. all have what she's having. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't know who that is, but it, it was Ro- like it was, was Biller Chris's mother or his mother. Like I know it was like some one of the.
1: Yeah. Rob Reiner in like eighties, nineties though. What oh, a fucking string of films. It. North.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, was that his? <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I, I think that no. that ended him. Oh, that yeah. yeah, that was the end of I it. I was about
2: to say like I think like but um, so
1: before that so he's th- Princess th- Bride. This is Spino mm. Tap. The Sure Thing, Stand By Me, The Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, Misery, and Few Good Men. Like, that's a pretty says, sh- yeah. amazing string of films there. And then, yeah, North. No, and then it. Nothing. Um, yeah. American President, I, I remember a lot of people... Like, it did well. I don't care no, about it, but...
0: Yeah, like, like, well in terms of, like, it's the 54th gross movie of the year or something yeah. like that. Like, these... It, it's crazy how quickly... You drop off, and how he didn't do anything.
1: American Film Institute ranked the American President number seventy-five on its list of America's greatest love stories.
0: Wow. What? Yeah, like the year after it came out, or some yeah. bullshit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but like it, 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 it's, it's crazy that a guy could yeah. have that yeah. success. And like, who cares? Like, maybe there was some minor successes. The Story of Us, maybe that yeah. actually performed well. But like, nobody cares about any of those movies after. No, and and bear and like. Barely a few good men, probably. Other than it's, it's more known as a parody for Jack Nicholson. But it was yeah. a, it was
1: a huge, a huge hit. hit. Yeah, yeah. It was on
0: TBS constantly, constantly. Up, right? Yeah. But to not be a player like in yeah. the game after that. Well, yeah. I think he does a lot. I could be wrong. Doesn't he do a lot of producing and shit. Like I think he's still in there, isn't he? Some, he acts somewhere? sometimes. Like, yeah, like he didn't drop off the face of the earth. Like he was still yeah. doing shit, but but not yeah. being the yeah. one of the top directors. Um, yeah, interesting. Like, you know, son of Karl Reiner. Then is yeah. on uh, whatever the arch uh, all on the all family. family.
2: He was the meathead, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But uh,
1: anyways, yeah, it was a
0: uh, a nice
1: surprise. One I've been meaning to watch. There's a lot of films like that, that, like are classics that I just never got around to. One day I'm gonna watch Titanic, and maybe that will be on my list. Wow. But. um yeah, Let's
0: do a Titanic episode. Oh, <laughs> Throw Mover
1: from the Train is a great Billy Crystal movie. We're talking about Billy Crystal. Okay, I really like that movie. And apparently he's in this is Spinal Tap for a bit part. Yeah, Running yeah. Scared is great. Princess Bride's in again bit part. Um, yeah, that's probably probably it. Other than the monsters, uh, Ink movies voices. Anyway, um, another guy that's weird to have all those hits
2: and then just kind of. Disappear. I don't know. Well, he was doing like the Oscars every year for like yeah, you know, and and, and, four and years. if you
0: look at the nice, he did a million yeah. movies. Yeah, and none of them like yeah, none of them were good. Analyze this. I think was r- a big hit because that they did a sequel to that one. Which one? Analyze this. That's one. Of the- oh, oh yeah, Harold yeah. yeah, yeah, Ramis yeah, yeah. Yeah. and Ruin Robert De Niro. That's how we. Kn- that's know. yeah. That started how the how we...
1: comedian <laughs> version.
0: Anyway, anyways, uh, yeah. uh, my number eight is Pick Up on South Street. Uh, Samuel Fuller. I watched a ton of Fuller movies. The Crimson Kimono would have been another one that would have been. Uh, close um, and, and and probably Scandal Sheet as well. Um, all, all really good White Dog uh, could have been the running for my top 100 horror movies mm-hmm. of all time. But this would have been the best one for me. And th- this is starring my my, my boy Richard Widmark, uh, uh, Gene Peters in an amazing role, Thelma Ritter, incredible, known from Weird Window. We talked about it in our, our Noir series. Yeah. Uh, it it fucking me out. Sorry, which one is this? Out. Pick up on South Street. Okay. Is this in that indicator box No, it's not in the indicator box set, unfortunately. Um, Crimson Kimono is, and it's quite good.
2: Oh, cool. Uh, my number seven from uh, 1986. I just wrote here uh, Monsters chasing A bunch of jerks Around an abandoned house (laughs) It's like Scooby-Doo For adults But what's great About this movie Is they have So many monsters Like every like Three minutes There's a new monster Chasing these jerks Through this house It's It's, fucking cool It's super fun
1: That's a movie It's a fucking I really enjoy that movie too It's so fun It's a disaster though It's like they They had two or three movies That were unfinished And they combined them together Yeah And you can tell That like some shit Doesn't make sense
2: You don't care Because like no. here's a new monster, cool. Yeah. She's going to do a cave now. The fart monsters. Awesome. And, There's a like, ghost flying at her you know. from like this cave. Like all right, I'm in it. It's Is that eighty uh, five? Uh, eighty six. Oh
0: damn it. Yeah. yeah. We're uh, just uh, just a recap. We're doing a big nineteen eighty five best of eighty five. Com- some
1: coming in mm. like six months. <laughs> yeah, we got six months to watch as many eighty five films as we can. Um, cool. Uh, my number seven. I. think feel like you just watched it last year too I don't know if I'll make your list so from 1948 a noir called and I'll just say I could have filled my list again with noir films but I tried to I, I did eliminate some that were really good um, the big clock from 1948 oh yeah I um, fucking love this this did
0: did make my list last year okay so
1: this is always oh, on your list my top okay. 10 so Ray Milland uh, really fun where he's at this job he doesn't really like it his boss the huge prick um, yeah <laughs> And, uh, but he, he ends up, like, going on, like, getting drunk one night, and he ends up, like, with her, um, the boss's mistress, or is it his wife? I forget. I think it's a mistress.
0: This Charles Lawton's. Yeah, so they,
1: they go out on this drunken spree. He takes her home, um, but, uh, the, the boss ends up killing the woman, um, and his, uh, his I guess, his a guy working for him says, you know, we, he knew he saw someone leave, but didn't see who it was, the boss. Mm-hmm. So they say, well, blame, let's blame it on that guy. So he mm-hmm. spends all this money to try to find the guy that murdered his wife, even though he did it, to, to pass off. But the funny thing is that Ray Milland, he he's working for him, so they call him back to help find... The killer, <laughs> who's who is actually is him. him, who they think is him, so he's heading up but the investigation. Not, it's not, but it's not, yeah, him, just yeah. to reiterate. So they, he's heading up the investigation, and then they have like someone that saw him, and they're going to paint what he looks like. Where there's a fun moment there, and he has, and then he's in a room, and the one someone's like, "Wait, I saw the guy in the building that was is the guy you're looking for." So they shut it down, and it's just this
0: whole big thing. I, don't, it's hard to explain, but it's just. It's, it's really, a really fun. C- It's a yeah. really complicated but fun. It was my number six last year. Yeah. Um, nice. uh, it's one of those movies I can't wait to re-watch. Yeah. I thought I was going to do it actually for our noir series because I loved it so much. And i really never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think this is an Arrow Academy one that they put in their,
1: like, four-pack box set or something. Um, And and what's fun, too, like, even when they're going out on their their drinking spree, like, all that stuff is kind of fun. His wife just, like, he's a workaholic. She just, they've been trying to... I guess he was supposed to go on their... um, their engagement or our mari- um, their honeymoon. honeymoon and it never happened and he works too much. So finally, he's just like, you know what, if I can't do this, I'm going to quit. But he gets pulled back in because he has to investigate because he knows they're after
0: him. I don't know, it's just this th- twists and turns and yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, 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 I really like it. Um, my number seven is from 1963, uh, Martin Ritz-Hud. Have you guys heard of this no. movie? No. This is with Paul Newman, uh, and in, in the the main role, is it it, like an acronym, like House Under Duress. <laughs> <laughs> his name is actually just HUD. Uh, it is um kind of a uh western Postmodern west or, or like realist neo realist western or something like that. Uh, it also stars Melvin Douglas as his father, Patricia Neal as um kind of their caretaker. You Patrice O'Neill? Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah,
2: yeah all Pat- right. Patrice. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Yeah, like a baby, uh, but still still funny. Still hilarious. Still really funny. Um, so th- this is basically um, Paul Newman playing an antihero, where he is this despicable fucking garbage guy but he's got so much goddamn charisma because he's Paul Newman yeah. at the Paul Newman of like the height with the, the charm. This of Paul is in black Newman. and white, and the blue eyes are still just like pointing at you. Yeah. You can't
1: lose. Them. You can still swim in them shits. <laughs> a lot of people say I look a lot like Paul Newman. Yeah, well, you get that a lot. <laughs> that right? We get
0: we, get, we I think it's us. Yeah, <laughs> it's Manning and I that have said that about you. Um, but it's it's about kind of like wrestling with. Um, morality. Oh, and you made right me decisions. excited for a second <laughs> you, when he said it's about
1: wrestling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey there, the guy there, jumps out of an egg in it. <laughs> there, there's there's some pig wrestling in this. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah, so you know they're they're, they're wrestling some pigs. Um, uh, this it's another one of these uh, Larry McMurtry um, adaptations. He was the guy that also was responsible for the Last Picture Show that made oh, my okay, li- yeah. list last year. Fuck this. The, these stories are so well lived in. Um, I, I went on kind of a Western run in December and, and, and watched quite a few. Like this month? Yeah, in the last month. Uh, and I've got another one that's going to be on my list later that's a completely different thing. Hmm. But this was, everything else was very standard <laughs> there Western. more
2: rooting and less tooting? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this one is like fucking bleak but still fun. Because everyone is, is 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 so well lived in, and they're doing kind of interesting things all the time mm-hmm. that it seem fun, but then the end result may not be fun. Yeah. It's hard to explain. No
1: Blu-ray for that one, surprisingly.
0: Is there no Blu-ray? No Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, I, I did watch it on a streaming... Yeah, I watched the criterion? it... Criterion? Uh, no. That's amazing amazes me when you have like Paul Newman
1: uh, Western and there's no Blu-ray. Like, what's yeah, that seems weird, right? I think it's Paramount who just like forgot about Blu-ray for five years, but the last year they've hit it big. So I'm sure it'll be coming soon. They've been going because mm, the
0: transfer that I watched on Canopy was, was impeccable. Yeah. It was amazing. Sparkling. Um, that's cool. my number I'll seven. Like it. Uh, my number seven is a uh, Idiocracy
2: from uh, 2006. Idiocracy. This is my first time seeing this movie. Like it is a documentary right I've never now. Seen it. It's crazy. Uh, what happened? Oh, really? It's um. Mm. that you love Gatorade too, or is it Powerade? <laughs> Powerade. <laughs> uh, this this fellow, a Paul, um, Rudd? No, uh, Luco Damn, Luke Wilson. Uh, pretty much uh, falls asleep in this uh, cryogenic chamber, and uh, the world passes him by, and he wakes up like a thousand years later. And it is turns it a that, thousand
0: years? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just
2: making up a number. <laughs>
0: and it turns out that like everyone, I watched this when it came out. Yeah, I is, seen it
2: since. has just gotten dumber and dumber and dumber, and people just don't understand how f- basic humanity works. Like the crops are failing because they're feeding it Gatorade instead <laughs> of feeding it water, and he's like trying to explain like, no, you guys uh, need to give your babies water not gatorade and just how the world can fall apart so
0: this movie when it came out everyone was like there's no way any of this shit could happen this is so dumb (laughs) like you could never imagine a world that would go this way and in just 15 years it's like wow this is kind of a documentary because i guess what happened is like uh uh, the people who are like we're just not
2: ready to have a baby we will uh we're gonna wait till the time is right for us and then like uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, but like, well, I guess we're having a hard time uh, finally having kids. Or it goes to the other family, like, what the fuck you mean you're knocked up again? The guy, that's not like our eighth kid. I'm only
0: 23. <laughs> like, it shows that guy. Like, <laughs> and, and now, like, people are, are criticizing this because they're like, ah, it's too... Two two on the nose, like yeah. This this documentary is going on, and like the president, pretty much was an ex wrestler. It's Terry (laughs) Crews. It's amazing, and and he's great in this, as I recall. Uh, My Rudolph is is amazing in this as like
2: a hooker or what have you. Uh, The only problem is that Dax Shepard is in this as well, but he actually plays it. He just plays like a dummy, which works really well for him.
0: (laughs) Why does that guy exist? Like, why does he have a career? Because
2: of this movie, I think. (laughs)
0: Like, he no, this is later, I think.
2: 2006
0: uh, like. yeah I think he had is already it just because he got married dad. to uh, Kristen what's her name Kristen no like I think that's yeah. what, he got married to her and his career was almost done yeah. from boozing or shit mm. like that yeah it's, yeah, yeah it, it's weird like what is that guy do? I I did get Ride Along or Ride what's that movie where it's like a a car chase movie. I got it from your bachelor party. Oh, yeah, I, don't know.
1: I got yeah.
0: I own that. I've never
1: watched. I got that for like a, a hit, and run? Or something.
0: Yeah, hit, hit, hit run. and run. Yeah, hit and run. And I have seen it. And then I wanted it. Your bachelor party, Maddie's bachelor, uh, Stag, and Doe. Stag and Doe. There, there we go. Uh, and it was like, oh, yeah. I guess I'll own this Blu-ray. <laughs> like, uh, you you
2: watched it a few times, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, because if I hadn't watched it, I would have been like, oh, I'll watch this once. Yeah. And every time you see Dak Shepard, you think of me and Anna. I um, always like uh, you do think I, of unending love. Where do I put this on my shelf? Like I, I can't. It's... You put it at the bottom to hold the shelf <laughs> yeah, 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 up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got a wonky shelf. <laughs> so
1: that's your number
2: six. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Anyways,
1: uh, my number six from 1981, Albert Brooks' mm. Modern Romance. Oh, ah, right uh, on. I guess I'm an Albert Brooks fan. Did this yeah. also
0: make my list last year? He was also I think it did, actually. in
1: Broadcast News. And I have another movie of his I want to watch, uh, Life in America. Or yeah, something. it's so good. Uh so yeah, I don't know, I think I like Albert Brooks, but uh this is such a weird like uh, uh, Bob Einstein uh, uh, He's Bob a shoe guy. Bob Einstein. He, the shoe uh, guy. It did not make my list. It was number 17. Oh, oh, okay. So Bob Einstein is fucking fantastic great scene where he's yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you know
2: that's Al's brother, right? Yeah, it's Albert Brooks' brother. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, at yeah. this point, Albert Einstein is his real God-given name, That's why crazy, he changed
0: right? it. Of course he was, <laughs> like, But it, his father was already in show business. Yeah, like, why wouldn't he think? The, to, the, like, Albert Einstein is still a big dude yeah. at this point. <laughs> you probably think about this, right? <sighs> maybe his Anyways. family never. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he wanted him to it. be a
1: scientist and yeah, an actor,
0: but. Uh, yeah, when he's trying to, uh, what like, uh, when he's selling all the, the oh, running that's gear. So yeah. One of uh,
1: my favorite scene in the movie but this is a way and bruno kirby is also in this movie Oh yeah. um, as mrs buddy um yeah no th- this movie is great it's weird because the first bit you kind of like yeah he's kind of like well, i kind of want to see him he's a bit sappy but i kind of want to see it work out and by the end yeah you fucking hate this guy and you're like this guy's like a stalker he's crazy and you kind of realize even the way that it ends with like the credits it's like silly and like I, it's such a weird movie that but the journey getting there is so good and his character is so good, even though you really grow to hate him, you still like him in some weird way, mm-hmm. and the dialogue is so good and his character is so good and his acting is so good. I, I there's yeah, it, it's hard to explain this movie, but uh it's great. And again, another completely different take on, on the rom com for sure. This um, this one
0: is complete like is it there still isn't anything like this. No, no. Yeah.
1: But I guess that's the, the only. See when s- he takes the drugs and he's <laughs> crying about her, puts on the records and like all oh, that yeah. stuff. It's all so good and it's like it's just them following him around. For, yeah, he's in Quaaludes. Isn't five, he? Yeah, yeah, Quaaludes. <laughs> and oh, yeah,
2: that was a drug of choice back then. Huh?
1: And just even the scene where they're like do, working
0: the movie and they're adding the
1: sound effects. Like I just love all that kind of. That's stuff. That's
2: James L. Brooks
0: too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing the the uh, or is he the director? Or, anyways, yeah, because yeah. they're the editors yeah. and
1: George so. Kennedy's in there. Like it's just. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This movie is just so much fun. If you're not into rom coms and you see a movie called Modern, like you look at the title and the poster, Modern Romance, it looks like your typical rom com. It, it, it's different. Yeah. It's just funny and 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 strange. Uh, but it, yeah, there's something about this character. You hate him, but you can't look away. Like you just want to see what crazy thing he's going to do next, right. or how he's going to like make you feel bad for him. <laughs> and I don't know. It's great.
2: Yeah, I guess that's the only scene that like uh, Bob Einstein and him ever did together was in
0: that movie, which is kind of crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Super Dave. He's got a documentary. I just watched it,
2: actually. That's the reason I know this
0: uh, fact. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought that was like, wow, (laughs) Maddie really knows his Einstein brothers. Um, So my number six is uh, from 1962, Cleo from five to seven, Uh, It's Agnes Varda's uh, Cleo from 5 to 7. This is my first Varda, uh, who's a big kind of uh, new French new wave director. I've never seen anything she's done. She just passed away in in 2019. She's kind of like one of the heavy hitters that I've just never... Gotten into? ...dove into. This is about this kind of like singer that is... Waiting for terrible news or what she convinces herself is terrible news from the doctor. She thinks, "Oh, I have this terrible disease." But waiting. everybody else is like, "Well, no, has they said anything? No, no nothing's been yeah. said." And she's just like drifting through A hypochondriac. That's uh, pretty much what basically. It is, yeah. And and then, but at certain times, everyone gets convinced, like, "Oh, something terrible is going to happen." Yeah. So she convinces all these people, and all of these events, all these vignettes that she goes through are just like. There's, are so charming and, um, and also like maddening occasionally. There's a great scene where she's rehearsing with Michael Legrand, who's this like amazing French uh, composer from the '60s. I love his music, and he's actually in the movie. He's singing these songs. You see the genius of them playing off of one another, yeah. and I just like got this f- fuzzy like feeling, great <laughs> feeling all of a sudden. So even though it's like this, this. The storm is cloud is hanging over. There's always this light, this bright light that's that's happening. Mm. It's got a great performance um, from Marie Marchand, who I guess was a French singer at the time. Um, and and basically, they put her into this role just because they wanted her. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways. She's uh, so charming, kind of deal. It's because she's so charming, but also like neurotic in a way, and yeah. it must be very natural. Um, I I can't wait to drive uh, dive into more Varda movies. I, I I feel like this is this is
2: uh, you're starting your
0: journey. I'm starting a journey that I I, f- I have a feeling I'm going to be heavy into it over the next year. Awesome.
2: We're in number five. Number right now? five. Uh, from 1967, Vi. It's pretty much the uh, Russian movie about this folklore, about this uh, monk who uh, goes out for a drunken night with his uh, monk buddies. And uh, he accidentally, uh, well, he ends up going to this like farmhouse and he spends the night. And during the night, he actually ends up killing a witch. Kind of accidentally on purpose. So it turns out he has to go back and uh, bless... The young daughter of the uh, duke. You're making daughter. this
0: sound normal.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> this movie is batshit.
2: It's fucking insane. Yeah, the doesn't. Deco. She grab him and ride him oh, like a broom. She <laughs> rides him like a broom. I didn't want to give anything away, but this uh, movie is so fucking visually appealing. So you watched
0: this just after we did the top hundred. You got it. I
2: watched it for uh, uh, October. Do you think it would have? It might have been, been, been like the, uh, the, uh, the like the uh, it, it was snuck in like in the uh, uh, 190 to 85. Yeah, or yeah. Thing. It's fucking cool, man. Like, and again. As he has to spend three nights with this, oh, that corpse! It just gets getting mm. crazier and crazier and crazier, and it's visually so appealing.
0: Yeah. And you kind of like how stupid this fella uh, is. You feel almost sympathy for this now it was, guy. Was like, did Severn restore this one too for that new box set? Is it got a new uh, restoration? Yeah. Not
1: a new. It, so yeah, they released it, um, and they also it is in their new. The haunt is mm-hmm. what is it? Something the haunt be yours? It's like they just released that box set it's got like 15 yeah. folk uh folk horror movies i they threw this in there but um, i
2: think this, they had it like already like two three years back yeah um, I, don't, I
1: don't think they did anything to rest- i actually i think you lose some extras so you might want to hold on to your original blu-ray even uh, if you buy that box set but uh
0: yeah, yeah I, I, cool. I i it's cool I'm, I'm i may revisit this one yeah yeah you, it's this year october awesome. it's great october yeah it definitely is a great october movie
1: that Agnes Varda, I was trying to think. Of, I knew that name, and it's because she did a Criterion Closet. I didn't realize she passed away uh, because I watched that.
0: She's so charming, right? Like in, <laughs> uh, like in that uh, everything I've seen from her. I, I haven't actually seen the Criterion Closet, but she's interviewed a lot. She was um, married to, I think it's Jacques Demy, who did uh, Umbrellas of Cher- Cherbourg and a few other movies. So I've seen her in a bunch of things, and she's always like, "Oh man, you're such this like lovable person." Why haven't I seen any of your stuff? Because a lot of her stuff, as she gets older, she's in. Get like documentaries. Here. Uh, and, and they're all supposed to be excellent. So mm. uh, cool. Gonna watch more.
1: Uh, my number five is uh, I'm gonna get a little noir heavy now, guys. Uh, my number five, Kansas City Confidential from 1952. So this
0: is one, before we were on here, we were all complaining yeah. that we had to cut stuff. This was a late cut for
1: me. Yeah, so I watched this early this year, I think it was like a January movie and uh, it moved high up my noir list. A uh, really good movie where uh, these these criminals, uh, which this, the lead guy heading it meets them all wearing this mask which is kind of cool. Yeah, great and mask. sets it up so no one knows who is, who, he sets everyone up, he knows who the team is but no one else knows who they are and they get like a half of a playing card and they're going to meet up later on um, and divide the money up. But they set up uh, this truck driver as kind of the fall boy um what would yeah, the fall. What's it called? Mm, uh, the fall guy. fall guy. Fall Guy. Sorry, he's no, no
0: boy no, 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 anymore. Fall, he, the guy. He's a full-grown man. You're thinking Fallout Boy. Yeah, Fallout
1: Boy. <laughs> so they set him up. Um, he takes the rap, but uh, the, the police eventually let him go, and now he wants revenge. He wants to find out who the, the, these guys are that set him up. Um, and yeah, it's him chasing him down. It's really interesting. Why I won't say too much. He tracks him down to uh, some island or something, some resort. Yeah, that's the um, cool part.
0: It, they end up in this resort. Like it's such a different.
1: Place I'll say. For yeah. I'll noir. say he's able to get a mask and a card, and. One one of the guys dies. He's able to take his place because no one knows who anyone is other than the lead guy, so he can go and try to pretend he's oh, him. Oh, he's
2: like
0: and, I and uh, uh, in and
2: yeah,
1: it's uh, it's it's really fun and uh, yeah, I dug it.
2: That's cool.
0: Um, my number five. Yeah, I I said there'll be more westerns, and this is three ten to Yuma. This is the original, oh, the original. from nineteen fifty seven. Delmar Davies um it it stars glenn ford he is a, a ben wade of this gang that is going around stealing and and you know doing their thing frightening people of of the area and then they go in this town and this one character van Heflin, just won't kind of put up with yeah, it. yeah he won't cower I I I've always been a big fan of westerns. Um, I know it's not really a thing right now at all. It
2: was popular like about like twelve years ago. Like the uh, well, modern, I think like. it is. It's coming. a thing
1: in like every two years is a yeah. big one. Like when Tarantino comes out of the western, people are like back in western. When they did the remake of this, it was pretty successful. Yeah, but um, has
0: Tarantino done a western? Well, he did what the um, Django. Django.
1: No, before after that though, it was a western, right? His. Last movie? Uh,
2: yeah,
0: I guess like um, what what's Bottom that? Time uh, in Hollywood? H- no, oh, sorry, the Hateful one right Eight. before
1: that. Hateful Eight is a western.
0: Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, it's a western, I guess. But, yeah, it doesn't really feel like it's a it. Doesn't snow, feel right? like a western. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel and, like every two years, two three years like, is a big one. The the
1: um the True Grit remake was a big yeah. one. Yeah, I love True Grit. True Grit the remake it feels like a
0: classic western. They
2: tried to do mm-hmm. the Magnificent Seven, but there's no way they
0: could. Well, that it was that. a success. Though. Was it? Like, yeah, it was yeah. a big success. So, um. Yeah, haven't seen that. I'm surprised it was a success. Yeah, Um, but like they made 40 westerns every year. Yeah, Yeah. the 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 comic book film is the
1: new western. Yeah, and I'm sure it will eventually die out too. And
0: Um, but yeah, I I I watched. I I think it was uh, Jubal, which starred Glenn Ford and was also directed by Delmar Davies, and I was like. Mm -hmm. It was a really solid western. It was a good odor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I went. I'm going to watch a bunch of this. I watched Canyon Passage. That was, was Jacques Tourneur directed. That looked mm-hmm. great. All these amazing visuals, and and you get like such a sense of place and space. And
1: mm-hmm. I actually just recently watched Silverado for the first time, Silverado. <laughs> which uh, is kind of like a fun. 80s western with like all these big name actors mm. but, uh, yeah it was fun it kind of again I'm, I'm in the same way like I, I watched something like that and i'm i, I want to watch some more some more i'm a, I'm a big spaghetti western guy I'm yeah. more like the italian 70s than the 50s black and white but i mean I, I yeah like i feel
0: like i don't know like i watched the spaghetti western is fine but there's only like there's only so many that are any good like the, yeah. the that like they made a bunch of them, but I guess based on like a volume
2: alone, like because like, they made so many of them, and a, say even though like a hundred are great, and they the made sp- like two
0: thousand, the spaghetti westerns were just like yeah. all these like guys that couldn't get work a lot of the time yeah. in Hollywood anymore, so they make these super super cheap. Like I've yeah. seen a bunch of those that are. They're mostly bad. Like they're yeah. not Leone movies. Yeah. Like yeah. they're rarely those those things. Where the forties and fifties, like the best directors were making this. You you've got Jacques Tournoux and Howard Hawks and John Ford and 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 all these guys that are making these inc- yeah. Anthony Man amazing westerns. And I I I did this and I was like. Man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a bunch of westerns again this yeah. year, which is is like the most out of touch thing <laughs> for me to do. I just want you know, put a Varda movie in there, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch a bunch of 1940s and 50s westerns. Where you know, are you a
1: John Wayne guy? uh some of it, like Rio Bravo or The Searchers,
0: uh, Stagecoach. Wayne, but uh, I yeah, that feels like a guy that you know. There's a reason why he was this was the Duke, right? Yeah, right. was this huge guy? Like uh, his his secondary peach pitchers that are always that aren't the huge ones. I have yeah. uh, are usually pretty garbage, but the ones that are directed by John Ford and Howard. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's a couple Howard Hawks ones in there. Like they're amazing. Rio Bravo or whatever. Rio Bravo is amazing. High, or High Noon. High Noon's Gary Cooper. Oh, okay, uh, I'm not a huge High Noon fan, um, but The Searchers is great. Stagecoach is great. Um. Yeah. yeah. Like John Wayne's got a a, a bunch of amazing. Should we do pitches. a John Wayne uh, month or? Is that
2: what maybe a twenty twenty three. Uh, John twenty twenty three. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think I, it'd be fun to do a western
1: month, but like do a mixture. So do like one of those. Do a spaghetti western. Throw in like a Young Guns or a Tombstone, yeah. and you know something else. Like I think the westerns, are an Unforgiven, something like that. Yeah. Like you could kind of mix yeah. it up and and do
0: like four completely I think different all, films. But a lot of those like. Move like an unforgiven for it for example. Like I, I love Unforgiven. Unforgiven's a great movie yeah. on its own. But if you have like all the Western like if you grew up on the Westerns or whatever, like that has even more impact because of what it's doing to the Western. Kind of I mean, like spinning it a little bit or like it's just destroying it. It's basically yeah. like saying the it, this is the end of it. <laughs> yeah. So we do it on number four.
2: Number four. Four. Uh from 1946, The Stranger, starring Orson Welles. Oh, cool! My buddy Edward G. Robinson. I pretty much the cat and mouse. Uh, one of the escaped uh, Nazi fellas. Uh, there is a um, war Nazi, the guy who pretty much invented the uh, gas chambers. They're looking for him, so they let this guy out of prison, and he goes to yes, this war town. Crim- criminal, yeah. To uh, he's gonna go to he's gonna lead. Uh, Edward G. Robertson to this town where he lives, and it's pretty much him trying to out who this uh, yeah Nazi it's, it, general. It's is. this
0: one war criminal that's released to find the even bigger yeah. war criminal.
2: Yeah, a little uh, like a little bait that he uh, lets go and tries to catch that big fish. And it's that, like he knows he is, and he doesn't know if he knows. It's so yeah. fucking good, man. Like it is so tense. This rapid that's another one I fire. Seen. Yeah, it's
0: this, cool, this man. is one that I just wish had a better. Yeah, transfer. Yeah,
2: the transfer I watched was on like canopy, and It wasn't that great, but uh, it, whatever, I guess it doesn't yeah. exist. Oh, it doesn't. Like, there's not
0: a great transfer of this. Mm. It's one of these movies that. You know It's is,
2: gonna go to
0: oblivion? Like they've gotta have to transfer, right? It's you, like, you hope I think I think it's
2: it's one of the ones
1: that went public domain yeah. as soon as it goes public domain. Oh, I think what happens is these companies, because anyone can release it, they put out shitty companies. Someone's gonna of.
0: do a wells set. That's what's gonna yeah. happen, and that'll be what saves. I think it. from what
1: I've yeah. like hearing from Kino and other companies, the problem is it's like when these shitty public domain come out, they feel that took away their sales. So it's like if they release even a great version, they feel like, well, people aren't gonna rebuy it. It's yeah. almost—it's so almost got to be kind cri- of their, some of their market. criterion yeah, that, yeah. that
0: that goes. Okay, we're gonna do chimes at midnight. We're gonna do uh, you know all, yeah. uh, all all these kind of like the trial or whatever. All these huge, yeah. uh, this huge mm-hmm. set of all these Wells directed movies. My number four
1: for 1949. Another, I guess, noir. Um, alias Nick Beale. Uh, and another Ray Milland uh flick. This is yeah. the one where Ray Milan pretty much plays the devil, so that had already sold me on the yeah. movie. But yeah, it's this uh, district attorneys doing anything to catch this mob <laughs> Wait, boss. Is
2: this movie called Alias McBeal?
1: Alias McBeal oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, okay, uh, I'm in. <laughs> What's, what is the other movie? Uh, Ally McBeal? Ally McBeal. Yeah, so you talked about this on the noir series. Yeah, I, I've mm-hmm. talked about it before, so I won't talk too much. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> did I make the same joke? <laughs> I don't think you did, but yeah. I wonder if that is kind of like uh, influenced mm. by the name somehow. Seems too close. Anyways, this uh, district attorney is doing anything to catch his mob boss, but just he always gets off uh, one way or the other. But this Nick Beal shows up, this shady character, smooth-talking. And pretty much, I think he makes like an off comment, like "Ah, I'd sell my soul a devil to catch this guy." And then fucking Rayland shows up <laughs> well, what do um, you know? and uh, makes this deal, and it it goes from there. And then like you know, he keeps on helping him along in his political career uh goes up and goes up and you, you this guy that was this perfect guy that did any would never break the law is now breaking the law and doing things at, at, at a character uh thanks to Rayland um yeah i really enjoyed uh kind of your typical uh making a deal mm-hmm. with the devil movie i'm sure there is a bunch of these but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Enjoyed the characters and uh, yeah, yeah,
0: you you got me this for Christmas. I, I'm really looking
1: forward to yeah. To I, I think it out. you'll uh, dig it again. Ray, it's all about Ray Milan. He's just so good as as the, this, devil, the devil, like the, the yeah. slimy devil. Like, exactly. Is he yeah, charming? Yeah. Is
2: like the devil because like devil's yeah. always got to be charming, right? He's, like, yeah,
1: he's definitely is. And there's some there's some cool visuals in there yeah. too. Like when they first meet, it's at this like foggy like lighthouse in the middle of nowhere, and it almost seems like like almost an otherworldly place and they show up and everyone's like, who the fuck are you guys? Like, no one ever comes (laughs) to this area. Um, Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was a nice surprise. Again, one of those ones I think I got and part of like some four-pack noir set Mm -hmm. that Imprint put out. And a lot of those like aren't great. Usually they throw four films that are okay It's not that well known. No, no. Um, Kino actually did release this as well though. So it's had two releases in the past year. So Um, hopefully more people will find out about it.
0: Um, my number four, uh, is from 1976, All the presents, Men. Um, this is the Alan J. Palooka, who, who I'm really kind of excited now to see the Parallax view because I watched Clute. I actually just bought the Parallax view. It's coming in. Uh, so Clute just missed my, my top. And and maybe if I didn't watch all the Presidents Men, I would have put it in because I would have been like, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but I only put one in in there. Uh, you you've seen this? Yeah, I, uh, I saw it's it's been in my to
1: watch list for a long time, like sitting on my shelf because I have I pull I have a lot of movies I haven't watched, but I always pull like the ones I really want to watch. It's been sitting there for a while, and I saw you watched it and loved it and watched it. I really liked it too. It was very close. It didn't make my list. The only thing that held it back for me is I I don't know how much replay value it has. It's very tense as a, a one time watch, but I, I don't know. But I yeah, I, I, think I really it, did. I like it. for me, like the the only thing it didn't hit me as hard as like JFK or something, that even though I know that's fabricated, but that film
0: like just has so many like tense moments. See, I probably like this more than JFK. Okay, well. Uh, uh maybe not more than Zodiac, this, which I think is the closest to this movie yeah. in terms of that's that tense, eh? Uh and, and it's 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 in a you know they're journalists. They're mm-hmm. it's all about the Watergate oh, scandal, awesome. mm-hmm. um, and this is Woodward and, and Bernstein um, mm. who are going after that. And uh, it's
1: Redford and, uh, and Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman yeah.
0: who are incredible. Right, yeah. Both of them in this movie. Um, Was this a 1985 movie? No, not not <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> not. Seventy uh, six. This is
1: <laughs> a movie where like two guys are talking on the phone, and you're so like, holy shit! Like it feels like an action movie like it feels like for yeah, me that's a rewatch you know, there's
0: so many you know. things that are happening so many little bits of conversation and I watched a couple uh, sp- uh, you know kind of special features yeah. on it afterwards and it's remarkable the amount of detail they're throwing in every mm. scene and, and ev- it, it really reminded me of Zodiac in terms of how much detail is that? How precise it is? Mm, every word means something. Everything means something in there and and could mean multiple things. Uh, yeah. And you have these great lead performances and and then you also have Jack Warden, who's incredible, and, and Hal Holbrook, who's playing Deep yeah. Throat, is great. And Jason Robards, who for me steals the movie. Weird. Everything he says as the, kind of the main editor of the newspaper, they're all the most quotable lines. Um, I, I honestly thought... Probably 80, 90, 90% of the way in, like, is this a top 10 movie of all time for me? It was that good. Eh? Like, I like it. It probably only falters where I feel like it ends and then you just get like the, a recap of what's what's happening. Now, they do it in an interesting way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it also kind of was like Zodiac has almost a similar thing to me where, oh, okay, we. We don't get that. Zodiac's but,
1: different, though, because Zodiac, they never yeah, don't know yeah. who it is. Where well, now, they, they, now do. they have, haven't they? No. Still haven't? No.
2: Okay. I guess every year you get that. We've we cracked him. We got the son of okay. a bitch, but it never actually... It never yeah. is him. Uh, we know who D.B. Cooper is. We got the son of a
0: bitch. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're exactly right, though. We're, Zodiac, I can almost, like, forgive it yeah. for that reason, yeah, even you, though you I still think <laughs> that's a weakness of the movie. You can't put a cap on the end of that story. The, there is a cap of this one, and they just don't actually do it it almost feels like this is one of the only movies that i'm saying this but it should be four hours long yeah it, <laughs> no. like it, it's that and, and it's that good i could i could keep mm-hmm. watching it it's it's so well in that being said again uh, yeah
1: it's another yeah i'm a sucker for films that set in like uh, like you said newspaper yeah like the spotlight um, is so
0: goddamn good broadcast right? stations yeah.
1: anything like that that's yeah
0: so yeah this is like those movies uh, that you've seen hmm and it's so indebted. Like Spotlight is owes everything to this. Yeah, this is better than that. Oh, okay. See, so I yeah, feel like I, I, I almost feel like those Spotlight
1: shocked me more. Whereas this, like, you find out that the government was investigating, and, and like, I guess the
2: you know the story
1: of War, the review of the this yeah. issue? to me, like, I don't know. Spotlight to me was more shocking that like all these priests were doing this Taylor shit, and then they were just like, move them to another place. And like, I don't know, that almost Dude. hit me harder than this. See, I this. think I'd
0: read articles about that before. Yeah, see, I, I, yeah and, and, and the same thing, I knew everything about Watergate.
1: So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't actually. I, I, I've known about Watergate, but I didn't know the whole, what Watergate really was. I've yeah. never like researched on it. So I found this interesting. It just didn't hit me as hard. And
0: For me, what. like the reverberations of what Watergate was. I think this is a better was, film, I, I will yeah. say. Um, are almost more... The things that are were happening in this, like they're actually happening now. That's the other reason why. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the present day. But yeah, it it blew me away. It 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 was almost there, and and then I did feel like, oh, it's gonna grind to a halt. All of a sudden, it, but it does. It doesn't, you know. Usually, get the those title cards at the end, like this is what happened yeah, in their yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. go, "Fuck you, fuck you for giving me these title cards. Yeah. Fuck you forever." The way they did this, I actually thought was pretty uh, clever. They got it. Hmm. <laughs> I just went to laughing. Oh, I'm not a crook. Like, oh, you are a crook.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, my number three. I, sorry, one other thing I wanted to say. The
1: the way it's directed is incredible too. Some of the 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 shots I do like are not shots you would expect in this type of film I, no. I I just found some of the visuals when they pull away when they're in the library and they go up and th- there's just a lot of it. I was like wow I've never seen that kind of shot like they do interesting things with the camera that I guess to keep it interesting that I, I found uh, uh, this
0: guy not having a crazy huge career because he basically makes these three kind of paranoia films mm-hmm. like Clute is amazing with Jane Fonda and Donald Sutherland I haven't. Even, I need hmm. to see that I guess I feel like I Parallax V looks awesome uh, I'm I'm almost, like, discrediting that by just picking... I just think this is the better movie, and I wasn't going to put both of them in. Yeah. Clute would have been probably, like, number seven or eight. It's great. That good, eh? So I, I got to check this out with what you're saying. Yeah, and I can't wait to watch Parallax
2: View. Um, number three, uh, I guess speaking of Westerns, Once Upon a Time in America from 1984. Oh, yeah. Sergio Leone, uh, De Niro, James Woods... Marcone, uh, William Forsyth. Have you guys seen this movie? Yes. It's fucking awesome, man. It pretty much just takes place like uh, De Niro comes back, he's an older
0: fella, and he comes back and just tells his story of how he came from like a. So, you're okay night. with him in old man makeup, just not the CGI? Yeah, maybe. I just
2: don't <laughs> like CGI. <laughs> like
0: I do find old yeah. makeup looks, but yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just yeah. joking. I'm yeah, just joking. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, the I usually movie, prefer yeah. the,
1: the, 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 it well. the. CGI yeah. always has a little
2: shine to it. It's kind of weird. I don't yeah. Know yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You just. It, uh, what's that? Like, the Uncanny Valley for me. I just can't get Like, same reason I couldn't get into, like, Planet of the Apes, I just couldn't take the monkeys. Like, just like, ah, just looks so bad. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. The new uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I, Matt Reeves one. I, I couldn't watch them, because
1: I could Oh, they look great after. I, I, I would say take from the, the second monkeys, one on, because yeah. once, once they're not in, like, bright light, I think from two and three. Yeah,
2: I only like. watched the first one. I couldn't get into oh, it. Oh, you're missing yeah. out, man. I know. I, I've tried... But anyway, <laughs> them that's, that's your a homework for yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did they take place in the nineteen eighty five? Because if they did, like, <laughs> anyway, this movie is so <laughs> fucking cool. They got William Force. Every time they're about to do something like cool shit, he's playing that pan flute with that like
0: Marconi score. Oh, yeah. Like it's
2: such a cool idea. Like great score. Yeah, it's cool,
0: man. Like it's a it's an undertaking. Watching that one, it's four and a half hours. Like this uh, could be a series. Yeah, and, and it it was supposed to be longer. Yeah, like have you seen it? I haven't I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy and it takes you That on was this I sh- haven't I haven't watched it, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. I think I think yeah, I think the blue ray I have might even be the director's cut that
2: is longer. It takes you on a journey and like I'm glad I went on this journey. It was fucking cool. Like Yeah, it's it's an interesting story like is he that guy? Like there's like a you, Yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a mystery at the end of it too that takes it's, four it's hours not, to it, tell it, this I, story. I don't know it's probably my third favorite Leone after Mm. Once Upon a Time in the West and then Good, Bad, and the Ugly, but um, still still pretty fantastic. Yeah,
2: and like, I really liked all these characters. They're like charming, they're having a good time, as they're kind of running up the ranks and But they're also terrible. Balls. Yeah, they're not good people. Like, they're raping people, like, changing kids around and not actually, like, and, Like, a De Niro is column. not a good
0: guy in this. No, no one is a good guy in this. Like, that's what, they, what's great like, about this. At they're first all... you go, oh, James Wood's the bad guy. Yeah. Um, they're, they're all bad they're, guys. They're all bad guys, but also charming. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's similar to HUD, where, where, yeah. where, like, Paul Newman is a bad guy, but you're just just trying. Uh, they're charming. They're having fun. Like, you're having fun with them. Like, you're kind of on
2: their side a little bit. <laughs> so what bad guy are you going to talk about, Kyle? <laughs> um, I guess
1: these are bad guys. I've talked about this on the podcast previously. Uh, my number three is The Asphalt Jungle from oh, 1950. Nice. nice. Another noir. This is the one where this uh, mastermind, Doc, they call him, uh, is gets out of prison. Um, I guess he has... He, he claims to have the perfect heist uh, to to steal this bank that is is holding a half a million dollars, which obviously was a lot back then. Um, The only problem is he needs someone to um, put up the money to hire the crew and the the equipment and whatnot. Um, And he he hires a safe cracker driver, and um, he pretty much needs a tough guy who is sterling Hayden from the killing. Uh, Yeah, it's just great. It's just one of those movies where like every character kind of holds their own. They kind of got their own thing going on. Um, you get a really great heist in there, and then, of course, it doesn't always go... And this is
0: John Houston, right? uh, it's John Huston,
1: right? Yeah, John Huston yeah. directed. Um, yeah, I did, had a blast with this. I love the, the, the Doc guy was really great. Sterling Hayden uh, was great in it. Um, oh, just, yeah, I, I just love all these movies where it doesn't... It's, like, perfect, but, of course, something is going to go wrong. Yeah. And, it's again, it's one of those ones where, unlike some of these noirs, it's like a one, two character. This is, like, it's called The Asphalt Jungle. It's the whole... You know, Mm -hmm. all these people are are interesting and and uh, hold their own, and uh, yeah, I'd love to tell it all uh, finished off. Cool.
0: My number three is from 1942, To Be or Not to Be, directed by Ernest Lubitsch. I talked about this on the show. This is basically like... This almost like farce where during Nazi occupied Poland, an acting troop becomes embroiled in a Polish soldier's efforts to track down a German spy. Yeah, uh, it stars Jack Benny in <laughs> his only <laughs> like awesome. fucking lead role, and he's amazing in it. It's it, it like I've seen Jack Benny in like highlight things. Yeah. I never thought he would carry a movie. Now, uh, to be fair, probably Carol Lombard in her last role before she died uh, is the uh, star. This? Is the star. Uh, in this, for sure, you, you kind of almost think, "Oh man, what what would have happened uh, next?" But it's hilarious; it's really fucking funny, uh, and it's quick. It it is different from Sturgis. Lubitsch is like a little bit more refined and subtle in how things are happening, and then you'll mm-hmm. you'll like almost catch the the joke on the back end. But you've in this movie, you have got Jack Benny who is just fucking loud. He's obnoxious. Like this is Jack Benny as in the like. Uh, night show host. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, it, it, really great. I talked about it a lot on yeah. on the on the show. I think this you guys might this might be the way into Lubich in, in Yeah, uh, check it out. Like I almost had trouble in paradise. I think that maybe just missed my top 10 last year. Uh and again, last year the competition was I I would fierce. say a little bit it was a little <laughs> before peace. Yeah. Um uh so yeah. Cool. Uh, my
2: number two from uh, nineteen eighty one, Miss Forty Five. Nice. What a gorgeous, gritty, terrifying movie! Like it, one of my favorite performances I've seen all uh, year nah. from this. Uh, I didn't write her name down. I should have because she
0: is so good in this. Like,
2: yeah, I wrote gorgeous, gritty as hell. Great performance.
0: Abel Ferreira directed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like this. This is one that uh, this made your top hundred, didn't it? Yes. No. No. I. Did.
2: I only. Watch oh, it. you watch it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. This is in October. But like, if I think I watched it again, it'd probably be like. I want to say like an eighty to seventy-five. Like it I was, think that was around yeah. where it
0: was for me. And, and Zoe Lund was the lead, who. Uh, we've talked about this on, mm-hmm. but basically, like, chose heroin over hey having man. a life. It's cool. Like, I get And it. she's unbelievable in this, yeah, and and so and you want to see more. This
2: movie is so. New York is such a gritty, so gritty. gorgeous yeah. place. Like this girl gets raped twice in a night, <laughs> twice, <laughs> and like gets a gun and like pop pop, like gets revenge. It's such a cool
0: in in, cool a, in a way that actually feels empowered. When yeah. n- normally a lot of these rape revenge movies just like feel gross. Yeah,
2: like I, 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 it still it, feels you gross. still feel gross. Like it's yeah. not like a like a pleasant rape. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah.
1: that's kind of my least favorite. Yeah. Subgenre,
2: yeah. Right it it, it, it You, you rem- got
1: to see them all, like Last House No. I Great, but it, it, no, no. This actually, it
2: felt weird because, I don't know. There's something about this movie that you don't feel like she's Even being Death exploited. Wish, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, like yeah. They're, maybe they're, because she's the one like going after. Her, like I don't know. Yeah, like it, it's different from those. Like in in terms of feeling of those films, I think because. Where she goes in the second half of the movie, and that's really where, it yeah, isn't like just oh she's going around killing people all like it's it not just that there's other things going on, mm-hmm. um and and it like it, it feels like New York.
2: It definitely does. I feel like Taxi Driver, but with like a girl and guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the soundtrack is fucking like smoking. Like that score is so good. so good. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was my number two.
1: Uh, my number two, another movie. I feel like I just talked about all these movies. I don't know why. Another noir, another noir uh, "Kiss Me Deadly" from 1955. Uh, yeah. Um, again, this is. Uh, I don't. I don't want to spoil too much, but th- this is the one where the guy uh, runs into some woman that escaped from the psychiatric home, um, and she mentions something. Just, just uh, what is it? Some line like "Remember me" or something. She get she. They get caught. She gets tortured and murdered uh which is was pretty shocking for this old film. They throw him in the car with her. And it goes off the cliff. He survives, but he knows something big was involved in this woman. He's trying to figure out what her her clue meant um it gets the ending is is like the the whole suitcase from Pulp fiction is pretty probably from influenced movie. from this movie and the- without saying too much, the ending is pretty crazy, and I didn't expect that uh You get a badass detective. Um. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Kinda, I, lo- I love this movie. It's it's kind mm-hmm. of everything you want in a noir film. It was a nice surprise. Um. Yeah. Kiss Me Deadly. Again. I. I just talked about all these on our. Yeah. Last month or in November. Our Novar but we're in November. like a
0: January. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. My number two is The Wages of Fear from 1953. This is jo- uh, Henry George Clouseau, um, uh, who also did uh D- Leak. Oh, okay. um. This one is this oil company pays for these four men uh, to deliver all, all this nitroglycerine to blow up this area so they can stop a, a, a crazy kind of oil fire fire from happening. Okay. But they have to go the, down this treacherous road where any st- jolt or whatever We're can going blow to... things up. It was remade as the Sorcerer, um, which, which I, have, I've heard I haven't is- seen.
1: As good, some people would argue, better, and I've heard this movie's fantastic too. I haven't seen either. I've been dying to see
0: both. So all of my classic people shit on that version, like oh, the all sorcerer? the yeah, oh, all wow. the all the like classic reviewers of that time period. Um, I, I just read up about this before because I think I talked about this on a previous episode and didn't mm-hmm. really have any of that. <laughs> I didn't dive deep into Enough. that, but I dove deep and was reading about everybody, and and this one. I think it doesn't try to pull any punches, and maybe that's why it's not trying to just be a thriller, but it's the most thrilling thing ever. Mm -hmm. But you get huge character development and characterization of these guys and who they are. And even the guys that don't get to, because they're all bidding to try to get onto this because the payday is is pretty good. And then they can get out of this fucking nowhere town. They're all stuck here. All these guys that came for work, they can't get work, and they can't leave.
2: Yeah, so they pretty much put their life in their hands, too. They
0: can get enough to eat. That's about it, normally. And from this oil company, that's about it. And they just want to leave. They need to get out of there. Um, And it, it has all this underbelly of greed and arrogance. I was, like, on the fucking edge of my seat while they're going through this terrain trying to get to this place. Um, but also, the characters are so well drawn. I, I, I loved it. I, I, I can't want, wait to watch more Clouseau. Um, you know, the, the two movies I saw of his over the past year and a bit, this and Le leak, uh are easily in my top uh, 50 movies of all time.
2: Awesome. Uh, my number one movie that I saw this year from uh, 1999, Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, shit. This is my first time checking this movie out, and I don't know why I waited this long. It is so tense. So, oh, yeah. So, like, he goes to this party, and, like, everyone's wearing masks, and, like, they know he doesn't belong there, and he knows he doesn't belong there, but at the end of it, like, everyone's kind of, like, sticking up for him, and then dying off as they actually stuck up for him. It's so cool. I've... I was edging on the edge of my seat. because It was pretty <laughs> sexy as well.
0: <laughs> did you, did I ever tell you about the first time I watched this? No. Okay. So I'm in I'm in first year of university. Yep. And we had Resx, this thing at McMaster called Resx, which I'm sure they cannot have anymore because it was faster than any internet downloading until probably the last five years. Oh, so I could was. get it. Okay, the new episode or whatever just came on tonight. Download a Resx. Two minutes later, it's on my computer, and and then you're going. And it was just running rampant. You could get everything, and it was high-quality transfers. that's crazy. Like, all the shit I had was probably Better than,
2: like, 1080?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Like, some fucking crazy thing to have on a computer. So I had Eyes Wide Shut, but the version, the only thing that would happen is because of the the way the audio and visual go together is if you sometimes screwed up and fast-forward or whatever, it would go off. And you oh, couldn't get it back.
2: Oh, no. So you had to watch from
0: the beginning. So somebody came in the room. I was halfway through this thing, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And maybe I got an hour left of the movie. Yeah. And, and, and they said something, and someone said, oh, let's just talk for a second. And hit the computer, and it fucking, I couldn't get it back. Oh, no. So I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. They left the room, and I went back. Oh, okay, I'm going to keep watching. I had to start the movie over again.
2: That would still work, right? Like... I guess it's like at two o'clock. You probably didn't go to bed at two o'clock five, in the
0: morning. I just let it run. <laughs> <laughs> I did a couple of things. Came back like half an hour in, rewatched all that shit. Oh, so good. And, and then rewatched the rest of the movie, and it still was fucking badass. And I'm staying up, and I should be so pissed. Yeah. So mad that, that I'm now, ha- I didn't care. It's that good. It's that fucking good. Yeah
1: I, I think I, I watched this this I mean Tom Cruise is my yeah. boy but I know him from you know his kind of big blockbuster so I think I watched this I watched Magnolia and Vanilla Sky and like all three of those to me are, are masterpieces yeah, in their right? own way um just surprised how how good the, these all these films is when I guess people don't give Tom. I mean maybe cuz he doesn't do a lot of this anymore now he kind of mm. does shit that is fun to film and <laughs> Get his stunt rocks off, but uh, yeah, it's too bad because
0: all those films. I think when he was doing Vanilla Sky like is one of like I was and and a group of friends of mine uh, were obsessed with, but I haven't and I watched it too many times after it came out. Yeah, uh, but I haven't probably watched it in the over fifteen years now. I think it's. I think yeah. I think it's great. Does it hold up?
1: I I only watched it for the first time yeah. a couple of years ago, and I was like, "This is amazing." Mm-hmm. It's again one of those movies that just leaves a lot free to
0: yeah to I, figure I, to out.
1: Think and, and
0: I, I I like I, I've been curious to go back and and maybe if there's another cruise, I'm, I may wait. Yeah, to, for us all to embark on that journey. <laughs>
1: I actually just got a new Blu-ray because I, I have the other Blu-ray, and I guess there are some video issues people complain about, but they fixed them all. I guess on this new one. so... <laughs>
0: Like I'm serious. Awesome. I've I've seen the movie twenty times. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: So
1: that was my number one. Eyes wide shut. Fucking amazing. Um, my number one is actually not a
2: noir. Was <laughs> oh, this the last Kubrick movie? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Eyes shut. And then yeah. like he tried to do AI, but he died halfway through AI. Or? He died
0: um, before he even shot it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Which. There's a million of these Kubrick movies. He may not have even shot that one next time. Yeah. He had so many things in production. Yeah,
1: I went to the the Kubrick. Yeah, one. we went there, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was with you. And, and like I think they had some movie he was going to do was on Napoleon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they had his book, and it was this fucking tomb. Yeah. Like, had to have weighed, like, 50 yeah, pounds. Like, like three like phone had books. Of research for his Napoleon movie that never happened. Um, my number one, Not Noir from 1974, a movie called The Gambler. Um wait, is that Kenny Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> is, is this with James Conn? James Conn, yeah. Imprint put this out. I didn't I I checked out like a senior trailer and I'm like, that looks kind of interesting. I it, this movie blew me away. I think I've talked about it before. I think I talked about it on the show. It is kind of like the original Uncut Gems. It is a guy that he's a teacher, but he gambles away, his money gets into trouble, gambles too much, owes everyone. Um. Everyone's after him. He's got a mother who's rich. He's got an uncle who has connections. Whatever. And and every time, like you think, okay, it's finally. Oh, it worked out. Yeah. This person gave you money, or that you won this, and then he takes that, and he can't help himself, and he gets himself into more trouble, and just keeps on going and going and upping and so upping. So the gambler meets Half Nelson. Maybe I don't know what Half Nelson is. is half
0: the half Ryan Gosling movie i don't think i've ever Where's seen the that. teacher anyways that's how we'd sell it uh right, if right, right, we're gonna remake it <laughs> hello hollywood <laughs> yeah i
1: yeah I, again the way i felt watching uncut gems same way i felt watching this it just tense, and it just keeps on ratcheting and ratcheting up and every time you think it's gonna work out it gets even worse and um it, <laughs> I, I i've i've been wanting to see this yeah, for a while and yeah. I, even the ending i won't say anything but the ending is like fucking out of nowhere and dark and fucked up and it's like what is going on like he pretty much like it's not even about winning for him it's when he loses it's more of a it's more of like a um what's the word i'm looking for like a a momentum for him it's more of like a rush yeah that it's not even about winning it's not even about the money it's it's about that like rush of risk of your life on the line um yeah, I don't. Know. This film's incredible. Um, watch it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it was it was a nice surprise for me. And again, yeah, I think I don't think it has a North American release, but Imprint uh, put out a release that's region free, so I, I recommend it. Uh, that is our discoveries gems. Of- no, here. I, haven't I think done my never number won. one. <laughs> oh, I thought I- <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, you wanna you to to if you want to get a hold of us, uh... <laughs> I'm
0: used to you starting. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, fuck. Uh, so from nineteen ninety four, um, this is red. The three colors, red. It's the final part of the trilogy. Awesome. Uh, blue and white. Uh, I watched. Uh, in in twenty twenty, I I really like both of those. Both uh, Mm -hmm. blue, especially. So why did you wait
1: a year to watch this, or did you watch it like in January?
0: I watched it uh, January February. I think I watched probably white. I don't know December or, or something. Then yeah. I watched. And anyways, doesn't matter. The timeline doesn't matter. It is my number <laughs> one movie of the year for sure. Um, I don't think it's really was much of a question for me when I was looking back my list. It, and the hard part is I can't explain it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I can't articulate why this makes me feel all these different ways. It's a movie that glows with this positive outlook on humanity this uh, uh, glowing Pollyanna <laughs> <laughs> it just like views the best in what's going on and, and why we need people and why we need each other but also with all these people that are hugely flawed and and don't always do the right thing and aren't always doing the right thing but then other circumstance brings them together to maybe do the right thing nothing is clear but it it, it, it just makes me feel better about things uh in 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 a in a way and makes me feel uh, about how all of our lives mirror each other and and they do that in the movie and not in like some corny way they mm. i'm sure this is going to have a lot of depth part of me goes oh, i wish this wasn't part of a a trilogy because i got to go back but the trilogy is great like I think I gave 7.5 to the the worst, 8.5. Yeah. This would be a 9.5. Oh, wow. This this potentially is like my rarefied... Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it'll ever become a 10 because it's attached to the other two. Uh, so, if it was standalone, it'd be... Maybe, but it couldn't be also. There is yeah. a little bit of a through line that happens. Is that the reason why, like, uh, Fear Street 1966 didn't make your Didn't 10? quite, because yeah. I, 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 the other two just drags it down. Yeah, that's what I thought. It You a joke, but that Fear Street is on, like, every top
1: 10 best of the oh, year list. <laughs> fuck. That's so depressing. Sorry, best of horror. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's uh, Anyways, film of great beauty. Uh, I think... It, do you it, own this trilogy on Blu-ray from Criterion? Yes, or? I do.
1: Okay, I'm... I'm I've heard about it. I don't know if it's gonna be my thing, but I keep on
0: hearing it. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh like uh they're all three different movies. The first one deals a lot with loss and 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 grief. And the second one is almost like hatred. It's like uh, is that the blue? Uh, that's white is is uh. is hatred. It's just, it's almost funny in a way. Yeah. Uh how this anyways don't wanna Okay, but, okay. And this okay, one okay. this one is 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 more about life and and it, it ends. It's the last movie the director ever made. Oh, that was his like swan song kind he of. He died two years later before he could, I think, work on the next thing and work uh, on yellow or whatever. It is. Uh, yeah, well, he did uh, the Decalogue, this big, huge, ten part series, uh, mm. which is my goal to go through that this oh, yeah. year. I've Heard about that
1: too. I think Criterion put that out. Yeah, as well, I got
0: the, I, I I I got that set and um, great performances in this. And I, I think I don't know. It's a good way, a good outlook in, in uh, a good to, way to start twenty twenty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's, no? let's start twenty twenty. On like, wait, wait. It's like a happy movie, right? You mean twenty twenty two, Maddie?
0: Twenty twenty two. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a joke <laughs> at first. No, no, I get confused. No, yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, we we've been in stasis for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. It, I think it's a good way to start the year, and and uh, I I would I recommend everyone checking out you guys included. Yeah. I you know they're not um they're different movies they're, they're i think this is a combination of this guy's whole life in terms of how he views filmmaking but they're they're amazing is van damme in any of these
2: movies uh i was just gonna <laughs> say chuck norris <laughs> <laughs> anyways what a cool year to watch movies we'll actually have our uh best of 2021 in a month or so When do we think about doing that fellas I, I think we were trying to get it up
0: before Oscar season.
1: I, I just want to say I'm not going to do honorable mentions. I just want to say though two films are that uh I, I had seen before so they were they couldn't make this list. Yeah. But uh Saint or Sint uh the, the Christmas Santa oh, Claus yeah. one and uh Silent Rage with Chuck Norris, two movies I did a complete flip-flop on. Didn't really like them on first appearance and loved them on a rewatch. And the only other thing I wanted to say is the Amneyville four, five, six trilogy. No, they they had no chance making this list at all. But three films that like I went in with these are gonna be complete Zero garbage. I bought them cause they were fucking looked cool, the box set. Mm. And I'm a completionist
0: and I, I was surprised that they were kind of enjoyable. I'll quickly say Throne of Blood, uh, which Kurosawa Macbeth sort of thing was I kept flip-flopping between uh eleven, uh and ten. Bat City, the John Houston boxing film. Uh the Hot Rock, which I bl- might have made your list yeah, last I year.
1: I did. I'd love that movie.
0: Just missed. Uh, the the Long Good Friday, which I think both of you would love.
1: Yeah, I need to see that. Um,
0: would would have been there. And uh, Point Break.
2: Nice. Oh, wow. Nice.
0: That's, uh, uh... Oh, and, uh, and probably the only other one would have been Tokyo Story, um, uh, which Kyle reprimanded me for watching near Christmas time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, it's funny because I'm watching like all these Christmas cheerful, and this guy's like, then I like, what's this? He gives, he gives a high review, and it's like fucking
0: depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Such an but, Adam thing to do. <laughs> but make way for tomorrow, which it was a remake of, is a Christmas movie. Okay, not that I I yeah, thought about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I, I I had like 40 movies. I'm not going to mention them all that could have made this. There's so many. I will. I just wanted to say one other thing: um, Gray Robbers and Cemetery of Terror. I think it's called the the Reuben. Oh, that's the, uh... The Spanish true, guy. Yeah. Like, Vinegar Syndrome put these two films out and they're both so fucking fun so I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious to check out more of this guy. Again, they could have made my list, maybe not, but, um, yeah.
2: It's apro nothing other than Christmas. I watched First Blood uh, for the first time in ages. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Weird, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Anyways, get ready for next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> load it up in your stockings.
1: Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear any films maybe you guys found out about last year that you uh, think we should check out this year. Any gems? Uh, mm-hmm. You can get a hold of us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, just search Movie City Maniacs. We have a like page and group page,
0: and on Instagram, Movie City Maniacs.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there you go, guys. These are our we're gems discoveries of twenty twenty one. Hopefully, we're gonna have. Uh, just that sounded like you had, you had had a
0: couple beers there. Yeah. These are gems of uh, 2020. <laughs> well, you're all Marvel mode. <laughs> I, can't, I can't.
1: I have one beer and I'm done. Um, I'm a lightweight. Uh, no, hopefully we have another stack of movies uh, that uh, we watched in 2022 that, uh, you know, that ended up being amazing too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll never end Never no, end no. If you
2: have any movies From 1985 You want to check out <laughs> Email us Because uh, Or we're looking Anyways Stay scared
1: Yeah thanks <laughs> for listening guys Bye
0: There's a legend And there's a rumor When you
1: take The 310 to Yuma You can see
0: The ghosts Of outlaws Go riding by, by, in, by. in the sky